Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome once again to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman. Now, if anything sums up the car crash that is Brexit, it's Theresa May's approach to getting it done in January 2019. I and Anuvab Pal discuss the merits of starting with Plan B. Top story this week, and Brexit is still both going on and not going on simultaneously, as it has been for essentially the last two and a half years. I've got some uh, newspaper headlines here from The Guardian... Uh, oh shit, there's still 11 more weeks of this wankery, the uh, Sunday Times. <laughs> and the Telegraph has this special... F- How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Feature. 95-year-old Ethel Scradgings held back advanced dementia to vote for Brexit a week before she died, and now the millennials want to soil her legacy. A full in-depth investigation on that. Uh, from Europe, Le Monde. In France, qu'est-ce qui se f***ing passe avec les Anglais? And Die Welt from Germany, der Brexit zieht aber eine reißig stecker Schaudenstille enormer Spitzen f*** up, sprach Angela Merkel. <laughs> so, still a nation and a continent divided. And how is India enjoying the spectacle of Brexit as we as we approach now? Just seventy-seven sleeps to go. Now here's the thing, Andy. I've been reading in the headlines that Theresa May brought her Plan B deal to the House of Commons, which failed. Uh, I don't know about you, Andy, but I think it's a good it's a good thing in life, a good strategy to always bring your Plan B game to anything. <laughs> like, for example, I could have brought my Plan A wit, you know, my, uh, to, to this podcast, 
But I figure, why not start with plan B <laughs> and then go for a complete train wreck? You know, and, 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 and that's a good approach, you know. So she's starting with her plan B at a critical time. And in all life circumstances, I think she's teaching us a lesson. Never go with your A game. Always go with your B game. <laughs> well, that was pretty much how we ran the empire, aren't we, as, uh, as you well know. Um, that, that, that is correct. In fact, a, a lot of your B game is now known as Asia. <laughs> <laughs> um so she has 77 sleeps. Uh, that's not, ver- uh, not very long. 70, 77 days now until the 29th of March. Although, as uh, 1960s and 70s professional Prime Minister Harold Wilson famously said, a week is a long time in politics, so 11 weeks is 11 long times. Uh, of course, sadly, Wilson was wrong. A week is, a, in fact, a short time in politics. It just seems like a long time because of all the interminable wittering. Uh, Jeremy Hunt, who is uh, the least twattish foreign Secretary Britain has had out of the two it has had since July 2016 silver medal for Boris Johnson there, another one for his collection, said that Britain now faces Brexit paralysis uh, which seems the ideal compromise to me, just just absolutely nothing happening forever uh, pleases everyone uh, he said there's now a risk of no Brexit which he said would be a breach of trust with the voting public well, I mean, what I want to ask Anuvab is where the f*** is Charles Darwin? Yes. Because if we have not evolved <laughs> immunity to politicians breaching our trust in this country, we have only ourselves to blame. These things should now bounce off us like icebergs bouncing off ocean liners. It should have no impact whatsoever. There was a time in your country, and I've studied a little bit of your history, where people that did not agree with a certain policy were beheaded. Yes. It was... Standard practice to behead your citizens <laughs> if they had a major disagreement with the national policy. Do you think that would help? Um, I guess the question I'm getting to is, will you guys keep having elections till you get a result you like? Well, uh, I, I would say yes to that, other than the fact that I don't think there is any result that we like. So... Well, that would just be an infinite series of elections. I mean, that's essentially what democracy is. It's just an infinite series of elections, and no one is ever particularly happy with it. Uh, In terms of the beheadings, I think maybe just in terms of the visual of it, it's it's tainted as a brand, beheading. But I think maybe there needs to be some kind of virtual... There must be some kind of virtual app in which someone can be virtually beheaded in the sense that they are then no longer allowed to appear or speak in public. That sh- and that surely should have happened by now. I mean, like you said earlier, there is a YouTuber probably out there doing virtual beheadings around the world to a billion followers. Now, here's a little thing, Andy, that we've learned from Indian elections. In South India, when they have regional elections, the way the chief minister gets elected is that she gives away free stuff to the citizens, like televisions, microwaves, sometimes vouchers for curtains. Have you thought about that approach? Well, I think with Brexit, that is being done, and what we are being given as a nation is for free, no extra charge, is the uh, reduced ability to live and work overseas, uh, a a, a diminished economy, (laughs) so we've not got so much economy to worry about. All these things are just being given to us free, just introductory offers. Uh, as our Brexit future stretches out gloriously before us. The, we're having a vote on Tuesday in Parliament 
uh, on Theresa May's really shit Brexit deal, <laughs> which uh, may or may not still be the least unshit option available, to be fair to her. Uh, this is slated for Tuesday. It was postponed before Christmas because the Prime Minister was going to be absolutely thrashed in that vote. Now it appears that she's going to be absolutely thrashed anyway, but with a couple of key differences. One, we're in an odd-numbered year now, so maybe that's lucky in some cultures. And B... There's now even less time to clean up the mess than there was in December, which means that it's now becoming ever more likely that we won't get soft Brexit, hard Brexit, no-deal Brexit, flaccid Brexit, Norwegian Brexit, frictionless be- Brexit, frictionful scraping your fingers on a blackboard Brexit, any of the other Brexits, and what we will almost certainly get instead, if we do get any Brexit, which, frankly, I'm hoping that we don't, uh, is the sweeping the shit under the carpet and pretending you've done a hoovering Brexit. That is, I think, the best that anyone can now hope for. Well, Andy, that's not a bad policy. I mean, if you look back at world history, you have done that a couple of times. <laughs> a few conflicts around the world. So, you know, there, you could just add to that to India, Pakistan, the Middle East. It could just be one more thing. But, um, Andy, I uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think 29th of March is the date when uh, Britain is supposed to leave the European Union. Yeah. Freedom! And, uh, yeah, 29th of... I was just going to ask, Andy... A more personal question, yeah. uh, because people always ask, you know, where were you during the Kennedy assassination? Where were you when Mahatma Gandhi was shot? So I have to ask Andy, where will you personally be on the 29th of March? I can tell you exactly where I will be, Anuvab. <laughs> I will have built a special emergency Brexit Day shelter in which I will have installed <laughs> a bank of 12 televisions. <laughs> and on those 12 televisions... I will have 11 televisions showing classic test match cricket from the 1980s and one television showing ice hockey. And that is my only way through it. Shut out reality. That's excellent, Andy. You may also have just described the cricketer David Gower's house. (laughs) I didn't know he was into ice hockey. Um, Jeremy Corbyn has uh, called for a general election at, quotes, the earliest opportunity, which is, by my reckoning, in four minutes, uh, to, quotes, break the deadlock over <laughs> Brexit. Is it A general election would in no way break the deadlock, other than if you break it by clamping another deadlock around the original deadlock so hard that the first deadlock shatters, leaving you only with an even stronger, bigger deadlock. Essentially, Corbyn calling for an election... He won't call for a second referendum... Uh, but he is calling for another... It's basically his indirect way of saying, uh, uh, yeah, it's just not really my thing. And the thing is, we have Theresa May, who is essentially a half-arsed Remainer, and Jeremy Corbyn, who is, in essence, a half-arsed Eurosceptic. So basically, we've got both sides who are essentially half-arsed. But the problem is, in politics, that works as a multiplication, not a sum. So politically, we're in a quarter-arsed situation rather than the full-arsed scenario. Sorry to get... <laughs> get technical so it's not really it's not really working out for us uh, so well i mean also what you can expect Anivab, on the 30th of march is i think approximately 30 million british people to pitch up in india uh in smart <laughs> uniform saying please can we have another go <laughs> look i think there are about 28 million people in goa right now this winter so <laughs> it'll just be two more now, if there was a second referendum and and everyone in Britain said that they wanted to remain, surely that calls for a best of three then? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, best, 
There's a lot of precedents for best of three, clearly. World Wars, best of three. <laughs> Correct. Uh, asteroid strikes. The asteroids versus dinosaurs, <laughs> best of three. One nil to asteroids so far, just waiting for the dinosaurs to recover from the injury. Um, I mean, there's been other, other uh, Titanic versus Iceberg. And the iceberg just hasn't turned up for the second leg on the seafloor. No matter how hard they try, they just keep bobbing back up to the surface. So, I mean, badminton sets are out of three. Yeah, yeah. But best, best, best of three. I, I have to. Sorry, I have to return to your analysis of of uh, the world financial crisis of two thousand eight. Yeah. You know, like for example, what I could read for this: this plan was complete shit. Everyone knew it was shit, but apparently, yeah. till it was presented in Parliament and everyone realized it's shit, you never actually know. Which goes back to your great philosophical <laughs> economic theory of two thousand and nine about the world financial crisis, in which you said giving people money when they don't have the ability to repay it could lead to a financial crisis, but you wouldn't know unless you actually did it. Yes. Well, I um, as I said at the time, it is like slamming your testicles in a car door. You, you don't know whether or not it is genuinely going to hurt until you have tried it. And I would also advocate a best of three on that, just to, just, just to make sure. Uh, I mean, you couldn't play best of five with testicles. <laughs> you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No. You can try, but you're going to lose. I mean, you might be 2-0 up, but still, you're going to lose. Now, anyway, what are we talking about? Chris, you're lowering the tone of the show. The future of the, future of the realm, I think. <laughs> but, I mean, you say it's a shit plan, but yes, but it's our shit plan. It's the shit plan, the shit, vague, impractical plan that we voted for at the time, even though we weren't sure that was what we were voting for. It has subsequently turned out we voted for that plan, and we are proudly, democratically sticking with the decision we didn't entirely know that we'd make. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this show and indeed anything else from the Bugle Stable, do support what we do by donating via thebuglepodcast.com. If you're listening in Apple, you can also click the button to support us right now too. That button, the one you're looking at now, that, that's the one. Goodbye. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.